Welcome to the Art Impact Podcast, a place to talk about walking your path and leading your artistic career through mastery, entrepreneurship, and social impact. I'm Raquel Balestella, a business coach and a theater maker, and I'm here to help you build a sustainable, impactful, and freaking awesome career as an artist. Following your creative call is one of the most exhilarating and deep down fulfilling journeys there is. And it's one where we feel the most vulnerable too. It can be everything but easy at times, but I know you wouldn't settle for anything less. This podcast is made by and for entrepreneurial artists who are finding new ways of creating more art and impact in the world. If learning how to lead your career as an entrepreneur while building a heart-to-heart community, having a pretty beautiful bank account and loads of fun along the way, it's your thing too, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to one more episode of Art Impact. I'm your host, Raquel Balistella, and it's so great to have you here. So today we're talking about three financial practices for theater makers and cultural entrepreneurs that will help you build a sustainable career as a creator. Let's dive in. So, as you know, money is an essential part of the game of not only creating theater and art, but also making sure you have a sustainable career as an artist or a creator. Finances might sound like a daunting subject, I know, but establishing clear financial practices in your career is not as scary as you may think. It all boils down to having a solid grasp on where your money is coming from and where it is going to, and then organizing yourself around it. Here are three practical tips for getting your finances in order so that you have financial security and financial freedom in your life as a creator. So tip number one, burn the bridges, but only if you absolutely have to. So the story and the myth goes that being a full-time artist is it's a pretty difficult thing and that you either burn the bridges with your past career and go full on on it and do whatever you have to do to make it happen or being a full-time artist and living in alignment with your heart, with your passion, it will just never happen. So, This story, and honestly, this myth, that might have been the only option for many performing artists and artists of different mediums before the rise of the digital era. And it definitely felt like that when I was in university almost 20 years ago. So 
I admire the courage of so many artists who followed this path, honestly. So, for instance, two of my greatest, greatest, greatest teachers in my acting school had a path like that. For example, one of them, Kiko Marcus, sold everything he had, including his car, to move to Sao Paulo and produce one show, which gladly went pretty well. So we we were chatting one day and I was telling him that I didn't consider myself a professional theater maker back then because I hadn't gained any money from any of my shows yet. He then paused me with his eyes wide open and told me this story of how he started his career. And then he said, Raquel, being a theater professional is not about money, it's about full dedication. And I was so struck by that. So, all that said, do burn the bridges if you absolutely need to. But know that this is a pretty risky path and that in many, many cases will give you one or a very limited amount of shots. So as, for example, as it happened to a dear friend of mine a few years ago, who, he, who was making like a great progress in his career as a performer, but at the cost of his own financial and security and well-being one, at one time he like single focuses he put all his attention and his focus on a big fundraising application and that could support him him and his work for years to come and so he fully focused on that and and invested many 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 e- months of work but w- without being being paid, of course, because he was just uh, filling the application, a very complicated one. And, and he even went in depth to do that. He was like really, really hoping for, for this one result. And when the outcome of the application came out negative, well, you can very well imagine how he felt. So he then had a nervous breakdown and and had at the time an alarming red bank account and sadly he just told me well i'm taking a time out of theater for now well so tip number two ask yourself the important questions and have clear answers for them before you decide to become a self-employed artist or a creator, you will have to figure out if you can realistically afford to take the leap. Being a full-time creator is a difficult path and it's only more difficult if you don't have the financial stability to create it. So how can you be sure it's financially responsible to go for your dream of being a full-time artist? The easiest answer, you won't know until you try. 
So we start producing your work right now while we still have another income stream. Here are some other questions to ask yourself while you build a path that will allow you to go all in. What are my own personal financial needs? And what are my theater or art business financial needs? So what are the financial needs? For example, if you want to build a theater company, what are for for the space, for the shows, for the materials that you're going to use? And then another very interesting question. How many ways can I earn money for my art business? And also, in what ways can I barter or trade my artwork, my skills, my creative skills for other services like maybe photography, marketing? Is crowdfunding an option for bigger expenses? What financial system can I set up to organize and manage my business? And what grants or fellowships are a good fit for my work? What work have I made that has been successful? And to finish, who is my current customer and who is my ideal customer or financial partner? Tip number three, follow the 50-30-20 budget rule but know your income will fluctuate. You don't have to be wealthy to be financially free. Even with a rel relatively small yearning, you can make a budget that allows you to have freedom in your practice, business and life. Financial planners recommend a 50-30-20 split for your needs once and savings as a way of organizing your financial fin finances overall and creating like a robust financial scenario. So this means that 50% of your income is designated to your needs, like housing, food, electricity, your phone bill, your car, any debts or a health insurance if you need to. And then 30% goes to wants. So all those things that aren't necessary to your survival or to your business, but that make life much more fun and enjoyable, like maybe dining out or going to concerts and, and plays or entertainment uh, or doing a little bit of shopping. And then 20% goes to savings or towards debits. However, things are a little different with artists. Not having a regular paycheck means that one month you could be making the double of your budget, while in the next month you might not make anything. So the trick part of being an artist is being able to look at the year, at your financial year as a whole, so that you don't blow through your money in a particularly good month. If you know from your past experiences, for example, 
that the winter holiday months are the best for you and that the spring is generally slow, make sure you put a higher percentage towards savings in those months so that you can use those funds for your extras in the off months. You can also plan your finances for the year and check it every quarter. But what if your needs make up more than 50% of your after-tax income right now? That's absolutely okay and that's the case with a lot of artists when they start out and these numbers can be flexible like month to month. So you might have to adjust your wants for a while or learn different ways to save, for example. It doesn't have to mean like that you eliminate all your enjoyable activities, but it might mean like, for example, maybe dining out less or getting creative around how to cut down. Financial insecurity is a cause of chronic stress and that's very depleting for your creativity, apart from being no good for your well-being or your health. The key to financial freedom is knowing where your money is coming from and going to. And it's never too late to start. Now I wonder, what was your favorite insight in this episode? And most importantly, how can you put this new discovery into action right now? Do you want to go deeper? Go to our website now and subscribe to our newsletter. Receive exclusive insights and inspiration on building a freaking awesome career as a creator and a cultural entrepreneur every other week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find our show notes or any links that we mentioned today on our website www.raquelbalistela.com podcast. If you got some interesting insights or found more clarity and inspiration in this episode, could you please do me a quick favor and leave us a five stars review? This podcast is still pretty new and your review will help other artists just like you to find it and discover new ways of expanding their art and impact too. Thank you so much for following your creative path and for all the beautiful, meaningful, extraordinary things you create in the world, whatever form they take. Have a great rest of your week and I will catch up with you next time.